Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Happy Wednesday or happy whatever day it is when you are listening to this. Today, I kind of just felt called to hit the record button and have a chit chat episode. It's just like a real talk episode where I'm sharing with you some of my own struggles that I've been going through lately and how to kind of focus on faith over fear. Because even people who talk about mindset and spirituality have their own shit that they're dealing with. Even we fall down sometimes and slip into limited ways of thinking because we're human and life doesn't come without lessons, right? And it's hard. So one of my very real lessons that has been a theme probably my entire life now is the lesson of patience. And I talk about this a lot, you know, the need to control the outcome, the need to always know what's going to happen next. For many of us who have this urge to, you know, need to be in control of the outcome or you know, always need to know the next steps of how life is going to unfold for us. It's usually because we probably grew up in an environment that was constantly chaotic, where we didn't know what it was going to, like, what was going to happen next, and we felt like we had no control over our life. So, in adulthood, We're just trying so hard to be in control of things because we saw firsthand what it was like to lose control. But the thing is, oftentimes, the reason we don't have control over our life is because we think we don't have control. Because we are living in these fear-based mindsets of, you know, what if all of a sudden I lose it all? Or what if this doesn't work out? What would I do if this goes wrong? Like, what if this goes wrong, right? There's been so many times this has happened to me. And in fact, I'm actually currently struggling with this right now in an area of my life. And it's been really difficult where I'm trying to find faith over fear. And that's in my trying to conceive journey. If you've been following me and listening to my podcast for a while now, then you probably heard me touch on this a little bit, but my trying to conceive journey has been the biggest struggle for me. It's tested me in so many ways, and it's truly taught me how to have faith in a bigger picture. I'm going to try not to get emotional over this because it still it still is emotional for me. It still is something that I'm working on every day to come to terms with, to just accept it for what it is, but my husband and I have been trying for 12 cycles now, and it's probably one of the most gut-wrenching feelings every time my period shows up. You know, for a while in the beginning of our journey, I was so excited to test. I was like, you know, my god, this is so exciting. I can't wait for the three minutes to be up so I can flip that test over and see that positive sign, right? Like, that's all we ever hoped for. And this happened for multiple months where I just kept getting negatives. So I had to let go of testing because it was just emotionally exhausting. And I would just cry and I would be so upset because as some of you may know, I have been wanting to be a mom for so long. I've dreamed of the day where I'd finally get to be a mom and hold my baby in my arms. 
And before we actually started trying to conceive, many years back, about five years ago, I was in a really low spot in my life. My energy was just not great. I was waitressing full-time and really struggling to pay my bills, living in a dark and depressive environment, but yet I so badly wanted to be a mom. My baby fever was turned up about 10 notches, and the thing is, my husband and I were not trying. We weren't married at this time. Uh, Deep down, I knew that the timing wasn't right, but I so badly wanted this baby. So even though we weren't trying, we still weren't being as protective as we could have been. So there there was this hope inside of me that maybe I'd accidentally get pregnant because it happened to other people before, so maybe it will happen to me. And there were many months when I would take tests and I would squint and convince myself that I saw a line. And I remember vividly this one time when I was in a lot of pain on my side and, you know, I was convinced it was because I was pregnant. So I told my husband, you know, I had to go check this out. We went to urgent care and they told me that they wanted to do a scan to make sure I didn't have appendicitis and I remember telling them you know like no the scan is not going to be good for my baby I'm pretty sure that I'm pregnant and so you know they kind of looked at me shocked and surprised so they they had me take a uh, pee in a cup so that they could test and they told me you know you're fine like you're not pregnant and I remember laying on the cold metal as they put me in that big machine what is it like a cat scan is that what it's called and I was just crying the entire time just devastated sitting there on that cold metal and back then this was really hard for me and I wasn't even trying so as I reflect I find that back then my mental health was truly suffering and I just didn't want to admit that to myself. I felt like I had no purpose in life. I was going through the motions of everyday life just hoping for something to come in and create a change that would make me feel like my life mattered. It was a really dark time for me. And then I started to distract myself by, you know, starting my blog. And then now here I am. I look back at that moment and I think to myself, Imagine if I got pregnant then. Where would my life be now? I may not have started my blog and I probably wouldn't have been sharing this story with you guys right now. And it's crazy to think, but there is always a bigger plan. The universe knows what's meant for you in divine timing. And, you know, going through my journey now, it's really hard because I get triggered and I get reminded of the times where I convinced myself I was pregnant and I felt crazy, right? Because I'm like, every time I was testing now when we were trying, I would squint and I'd tell myself, oh no, there's a line, but then I'd get triggered. Sorry if you heard the notifications, that's just my f- my phone going off. I'm getting like messages and my phone's connected to my computer, so I apologize in advance. But essentially, I was pretty much just, you know, getting reminded of the fact that back then it wasn't happening for me and I people thought I was like hallucinating, going crazy, saying there's a line, there's a line, and I, I do that now and that's why I really had to stop testing for a while. And I think the other hard part for me is that now that I feel ready, you know, I have my house, I'm married, I'm at a good spot financially, I have everything in order, and we are both finally ready for this baby, and yet we're still met with rejection. And as I mentioned in previous episodes, rejection is one of my biggest wounds. 
it's hard for me because I've felt rejected in so many ways throughout my life and it's something I've been trying to overcome. It's never easy to heal. It's not linear. You have really good days, right? And then you have really hard days. And throughout this process of trying to conceive, I've been met with some really, really hard days. Days where I want to say, you know, why? Why is it so hard? Why is it that everyone around me is able to conceive within their first few tries? But for me, it's so hard. Why can't my body do what it needs to do? And the toll that it takes on your relationship with your partner is just, it's so hard. And I can admit that. I'm not afraid to be open and share that part of this journey because it's all a part of it, right? You both start to doubt yourselves. You both start to lose your self-esteem because you feel like it's your fault. But what I'm realizing is that it's not. It's it's no one's fault. This is the way that life works. And the truth is you aren't being rejected at all. It's the universe's way of saying, don't worry, we have you. The timing isn't right quite yet. And there's a huge reason for this, a bigger plan. You will receive your blessing in divine timing. Keep the faith. Don't fear. And that's by far one of the hardest things I've had to learn through this spiritual journey. Patience and having faith when I so easily would rather have fear. When I so easily would rather say, you know, there's something wrong with me. Something's not right. What if I will never be able to conceive? It's so easy to think those thoughts, right? Because our conditioned mindset is so used to fear because fear is all around us. Not to mention from a young age, we are conditioned to believe that getting pregnant is so easy. That if you have unprotected sex, you're automatically gonna end up pregnant. When in reality, that's not always the case. So then when you finally do try and you aren't able to conceive right away, you start to fear and worry. But in reality, everything is working out the way it's supposed to. And you know, I used to roll my eyes at people who sat there telling me, you know, stop stressing, stop worrying, it'll happen. It's like, yeah, that's easy for you to say, right? But I'm finally allowing myself to make peace with the fact that my journey to conceiving isn't going to be a quick process. It's going to teach me patience. It's going to teach me how to have faith. And it's going to strengthen my spiritual connection. And it's funny because this happens to me often. I was met with rejection so many times before because that's my wound, right? So I continue to get triggered because it's forcing me to heal this. It's forcing me to change this limiting belief, this mindset. So when I finally receive my blessings, I always take the time to look back and see why it happened the way it did. For example, my husband and I planned to get married in December of 2020. I was so excited for this magical winter wedding, but then the pandemic hit and suddenly we had to postpone the wedding. Now, I couldn't help but to react in a frustrated way. It was so disappointing at first. And, you know, I've been with my husband for nine years at that point. So I was more than ready to finally walk down the aisle. I felt as if I was being very patient, that I had been very patient, and that it felt like I was being rejected again. But we postponed it to April of 2021, and it was not that much later, I know. And wouldn't you know, in December of 2020, we ended up buying our first home together. If we had our wedding in December, we would have been stressed out and we wouldn't have bought the home. We would have had to buy it after the fact. And that's when the prices started to skyrocket. So it was divine timing for us. We were rejected the wedding at that time because there was something better planned for us. Being able to buy our first home without having to deal with the stress of the insane price of the market, the housing market increase, you know what I mean? So, and the, the funny thing is on our wedding day, 
April 16th, 2021, which is the middle of um, spring at this point, right? So it ended up snowing. It was such a beautiful and magical day. It ended up snowing anyway. I got that winter wonderland that I wanted. I was able to get married at a location that was a lot more magical than the first venue that we had picked out. And everything about it was perfect. And it was funny too because snow seems to be a blessing for us. The first day that I really hung out with my husband was in October and there was an unexpected snowstorm and we got snowed in at a party. Then when he asked me to be his girlfriend, we were outside in the parking lot at night and it was snowing. And now on our wedding day in the middle of April, when it usually doesn't snow, it snowed. The synchronicity of it all is just so meaningful to me. And it's moments like this that really remind me that even when we think we are alone, we aren't. The universe is always guiding us and giving us signs. Even though the rejection feels like rejection at first, it's truly not. It's not rejection. It's simply divine protection and redirection to something better because the universe always knows what's meant for you. And speaking of synchronicities and divine guidance, um, I want to share this story with you because this could maybe inspire you to look for the signs more often. So I was sharing this story the other day to a few of my friends because the synchronicity of it all really just blew my mind. A lot of you know I went through a lot of hard years with my dad growing up our relationship really struggled a lot. But since then, we both have been doing a lot of inner work and healing. And I am so happy to say that our relationship is at a really great spot right now. To be honest, I never thought I would be where I am today with my dad. And I truly am proud of, you know, not only my own growth, but his growth has been incredible. And I always say the power of forgiveness can be so freeing. And the thing is, forgiveness looks different for everyone. Sometimes it's simply just letting go of the resentment that you've held on to for so long because resentment really weighs our spirit down. And it doesn't always mean you need to talk to the person again. You know, some people think that when, I, when I'm talking about forgiveness, I'm talking about like you have to keep that person in your life. You don't have to. That's not what it's about. But for me, I always felt there was a bigger purpose for what we went through and how our relationship unfolded. So I was watching a tarot reading the other day and it was telling me how my dad would be a big part of my career and life purpose. And initially I thought, okay, well maybe this is talking about the book I've been writing about healing your inner child. Because of course, you know, my relationship with my dad was a huge part of that. So I thought nothing of it and I went to bed that night and in my dream, my Nana, who is my dad's mom, showed up in my dream. And now I have really vivid dreams and they always speak to me. Before my Nana passed away, the last thing she said to me was that it would mean so much to her if I would forgive my dad. She said, you know, you need to make amends with your father. Please make amends. And this conversation has stuck with me all these years because she so badly wanted this for us. And at the time, you know, I was really young and I was mad. I was, I didn't know what I know now. You know, I didn't look at life through the lens that I'm looking at life now. So it was hard. But in my dream, my Nana was pulling out tarot cards, which I honestly thought was funny because she was a very devoted in her faith, but she was Catholic. And as far as I know, tarot isn't always seen as the best thing in 
in their eyes, but she looks at me and she she's like, you're on the right path. Keep going. Don't worry. It's okay to use tarot and astrology. Don't worry about what people say otherwise. And then I woke up. And the thing is, you know, my Nana, she passed away many years ago. She never shows up in my dreams. So I knew that this was for a reason and it was extremely important that I listened to her message. Later that day, my dad calls me. He tells me that someone at church heard his testimony that he gave and told him that he needed to write a book. He goes to me, you know, I can't write, but you can. So I was thinking you can write it for me. And that's when I had this inspired, brilliant idea of combining our stories together to create a book on healing and how unhealed trauma can affect many generations and the importance of healing and forgiving and letting go and, you know, just uplifting your soul and raising your vibration and how life-changing it can be to find faith over fear, learning lessons and so on. You get my point. But it was in that moment I realized how divinely guided these inspirations were and the signs, and it gets better. The next day after talking about this with my dad, I log onto YouTube and open up my feed, and the first video in my feed is titled, Write Your Book, This Is Your Sign, Premieres 2-22-22. And my mouth just dropped. And many would say, you know, all of this is just a coincidence, but when you live a spiritual life, you enjoy and see the magic of it all. It's all divinely guided and pointing me towards my purpose and what my soul was meant to do in this lifetime. And looking back at all of the events that happened in my life that led me to this moment right here, it all makes sense. When you see the bigger picture unfolding, you start to feel that inner peace. When you shift your perspective and you stop looking at life from a why me? Why is this happening to me? Life isn't fair mindset. And you step out of that victim mentality where you feel hopeless and can't see a way out. And you start looking at it from a perspective of, you know, what is this trying to teach me? And you start to recognize the limiting beliefs and mindsets that held you back for so long. You truly set your soul free. So when it comes to faith over fear, it's really all about, you know, trusting in divine timing, knowing there is a bigger plan at play at all times, and we are co-creating with the universe, and the universe is always going to provide for us and deliver exactly what we need at the right place, at the right time. And I know that it's hard to see at times because sometimes life feels so unfair and things get blurry and it doesn't make sense and I don't want to downplay those emotions because yeah life hands us shit on a platter sometimes but I promise when you react to the difficult situations out of faith as opposed to out of fear you will see incredible shifts happen and something I've been really learning is how to live in the present moment because time doesn't exist it's a human concept but the reality is we only have right here, right now. When we hold on to the past, we are just recreating those memories in our present moment. And when we fear the future, sometimes we put ourselves through that pain and fear twice. And sometimes we put ourselves through fear and pain when we didn't even have to go through it to begin with. So I challenge you to be present. I challenge you to react to difficult situations with a faith-based mindset instead of a fear-based mindset. Let me know if you see incredible shifts from this. I would love to know.
And also don't forget to look for the signs because you have divine guidance all around you. The universe doesn't want you to fear. The universe wants to see you have faith and create a beautiful life because you are a creator. It's time to embrace your magic. I really hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, be sure to screenshot and share it on social media. You can tag me or connect with me at Close E-L-L, D-U-C-L-O-S on all social media platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.